Welcome to Everyday Motherhood, the podcast that inspires you to pause, connect, and play more every single day. The podcast that's focused on you, the mom, to help you fill up your cup and rediscover the joy and love in your everyday life. We can't parent alone, and parenting is too serious to be serious all the time. Thanks for being here. My name is Christy Thomas. My website is www.keepcalmmotheron.com. I am so dang glad you're here. Now let's talk for today. I was chatting on Instagram today with somebody I know that listens to my podcast. Uh, Her name is Anna. And she said that she experienced one of those rough moments in motherhood where you know your kids are going through, I don't know, maybe a rough time or whatever it is. They're in a lousy local condition, most likely. And then you get feedback from someone that your kids aren't very well behaved. And because they're your they're your kids, right? You're their mom. That feedback feels extra hard, right? Because no one wants to hear that their kids are the kids that aren't well behaved. But here's the deal. Here's what I want to talk to you about today. Everyone's not well behaved all the time. We have these really high standards of expectations for kids that most adults don't live up to. So I want to give yourself a moment to take a deep breath And remember that you can choose what happens to information. I think I've shared this before, but my grandfather, who had eight kids, told all of his kids, my mom is one of them, and then she told me that you have two ears for a reason. So information could go in one ear and out the other. Because some information just isn't yours to know. It's not my business if you don't like me. And it's really not my business if you think my kids aren't well behaved unless they've done damage to your property or harmed your person somehow. And if my kids have done one of those things, then please let me know so I can help fix it. Like one time we were at a friend's house and all the moms were downstairs eating and the kids were left upstairs in a room with paper and crayons. And instead of the crayons getting on the paper, the crayons got onto the wall. And my kids were old enough to know better at the time. Well, two of the three were. And so I felt embarrassed. So we went back and we fixed it, right? Like the other mom and I painted the room. We bought the paint. We painted the room. We had a paint party. We fixed it and we apologized. The Instagram post that triggered all of this today is this. Babies cry. Toddlers tantrum. Kids talk back. Teenagers test boundaries. But none of that means that you're failing because those are just the things that kids do. Those are growth opportunities. I would believe that 100% of humans have done some of those things during their life, probably all of those things during their life, especially during the growth period of childhood. 
Now, not all moms share those hardships, those challenges. So it's easy when you see a kid who's crying or having a tantrum or seems to be pushing the boundaries to think that that mom is doing something wrong. Um, But there's always more to the story. And I know that kids melt down for those that they feel safest with. They push the boundaries for those that they feel safe with. And it's easy when you're in a moment with having kids who push boundaries or cry or throw tantrums to think you're doing it wrong and to get stuck in the thought loop of only seeing those things over and over. I've done a couple of podcasts about this, about like mosquito bites, I think is what I called them. When you just keep noticing that itchy, annoying thing. Or I talked about Dr. Nicole Libin about this recently and the negativity bias, right? The negativity bias, where your brain just focuses on those things that are going wrong to try to protect you. But I learned something brand new today, thanks to Instagram and following other parent accounts. And I learned today from Dr. Laura Freund, okay? She has her own podcast called The Balanced Parent Podcast. And she talked about positive sentiment override. Positive sentiment overdrive. So I'm so excited to have a word for this now because I've talked about the idea where you just need to, instead of spiral down, right? You need to spiral yourself up. So positive sentiment overdrive is the spiraling up. She said that this is what makes us have those rose-colored glasses. And it's it's just the positivity loop. It's a fantastic thing. So instead of bonding with your partner or talking to your mom about the hard things of motherhood that you just can't figure out. Let's bond over the things that are adorably cute and quirky about our kids. Because your kids are amazing. My kids are amazing. I know that. And you know that. Like, your kids say the funniest things. They've got quirks. My son keeps wearing his shirts backwards so people behind him can see what they say. I mean, someday I'm going to miss this. And it's adorable right now. When my daughter was her age, his age, she would dress in rainbow colored outfits and explain to me why her outfits went together. She mostly doesn't do that anymore. It was such a fun quirk to appreciate. So when I close my eyes or look back at baby pictures, I can really drop up those positive emotions and start that positive sentiment overdrive. I think we need some more overdrive of positivity. There's so much that's bombarding us all the time that doesn't feel positive. So let's come up with a game plan right now with three simple steps that you can do to increase the positive sentiment overdrive. Step one, if you know me well, if you've listened a long time, you know I love setting alarms on my phone. 
So set an alarm on your phone at like 4 p.m. or 5 p.m., whenever it is, before your spouse gets home from work to text something quirky that went well that day, okay? So before you have the chance to say the things that were like sandpaper to you, set an alarm on your phone to text the quirky moments, okay? That will help. You can text it to your mom too while you're at it. Forward it to a couple of people. Just share the good things about your kids from that day. Number two, actually post pictures of your kids as babies at different parts of your life. Maybe you're better at this than I am. I do not have tons of baby pictures around my house. Um, I blame the moving effect on this, right? So I need to go through our photo albums and print some pictures of my kids at different ages. Maybe seasonally I should do this so I can reflect on like their different Halloween costumes. I don't know how to go about this well. Decorating is not one of my things. So if you're good at that, please message me and we can talk about like how you display kid memories. I would love to host someone who could talk about that with me. But posting pictures is a huge trigger for me of positive memories. It's almost instantaneous for me. I am a visual person. And number three, leave a matchbox car by your kitchen sink or your bathroom sink or maybe by on your computer desk, someplace where a matchbox car wouldn't necessarily be. And I'm telling you to think about a matchbox car because I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart lately with my kids um, and watching them play Mario Kart. And I think about Overdrive like I think about the Superstar in Mario Kart. And so I want you to trigger yourself with that image of the car that you can start that positivity overdrive. You can start that that at any time. So maybe by wheeling the car back and forth, maybe at dinner, you zoom the car back and forth around the table and everyone has to say something nice. Ha ha, see? It's good to be wacky. So use the toy car to help you remember that you want to go into that positive overdrive. You could also, okay, bonus idea here, was I was taking a class on mindfulness in kids, and one of the ideas was to buy a big oversized pair of sunglasses, like those gag glasses from like Amazon or a party store, and then you put those oversized glasses on and walk around the house. And in order to get them off, you have to say five things that are going well, five positive things to start the overdrive, that those glasses can be your trigger about rose-colored glasses. Okay, so you're not alone. If you've ever had someone tell you that your kids are not great behaved. If you've ever felt like your kids are pushing the boundaries too hard or your baby cries too much or that there's too many tantrums or big emotions, those are normal and it doesn't mean you're failing in any sort of way. It's just information. Okay? It's just information. 
And, and instead of bonding over those things, use the three, four bonus tips, right? To jump into that positive sentiment overdrive. Now here is today's self-care task. I want you to, instead of winding down necessarily with um, an alcoholic beverage or soda in the evening, I want you to remember that you can pick a new story and choose to wind down with a cup of herbal tea. I want you to make a ritual of going to bed. That might seem too much, so maybe just try it one or two times. Try one or two times making a cozy cup of herbal tea and reading something for fun or watching something funny on the TV and holding hands with the people on the couch with you. Just give yourself permission to unwind. That's the idea for the self-care this week. Make a cup of tea as a trigger to unwind. Now the play idea, super simple. It's not like anything mind-blowing, but play the game dots or tic-tac-toe or hangman or something simple just with paper and a pencil. What games can you come up with that use only a paper and a pencil? We have been playing a lot of tic-tac-toe and I think my kids are tic-tac-toe prodigies or something because I don't remember being able to predict how to win like they can. They have the algorithm mastered. If I make the wrong move, it's totally a game of cats. But otherwise, they win. Help! (sighs) Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for helping keep calm and mother on with me. I know that you are exactly the right mom for your kids, and your kids are exactly the right kids for you. You make my day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget to leave a rating and review and follow me on Instagram. And quick, this is a special message for the latest podcast reviewer, Lauren Leland, the name on iTunes. So Laura Leland, if you send me an email, I want to send you a free PDF of some of my works. So thank you. Please email me, Lauren, so I can send you an email present. And who knows, next week, it might be your name I read. Bye.